What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie. Ollie, say hello. Yo, yo, yo. And Big H Brizzle, say hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. And that, that's Harry, if you don't know, by the way, H Brizzle, just, just for everyone listening. If you don't um, know, now you know. They know. They know. How, how are you guys doing today? All good? Good, mate. Tired. Very well. Very well. Good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm it's a new no, no mark today. I should point out. Um, he's got God. other stuff going on. I know what a break, eh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It's actually it would I would have rather got him on if Liverpool had lost last night. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's a good place to start. We'll cover some Champions League news. Let's start with Liverpool Milan. Did uh, oh we watched it, Ollie. We did. Um, Harry, did you catch it at all? Or, or um... I was I was working, but I had it on, so I was. Yeah, it was actually a crazy match from uh, from what well from what we saw. But obviously Liverpool starting incredibly well, looking so strong uh, going forward and, and just dominating the game. Obviously going one to getting that goal again. Uh, Trent, well, it was a Tamori own goal, I guess it was, but made by Trent yeah. Alexander Arnold with a great run. Um, obviously most big talking point, Mo Salah uh, missing a penalty, boys. Um, it was a it was a terrible penalty. Um, really soft, but um, but yeah, and then and then the, just the I don't know what happened, but just everything shifted. The whole balance of the game shifted. Milan really started to come into it, started putting together some nice plays, and uh, obviously was it Rebic? Yeah, Rebic got the goal. Uh, it was lovely first time finish from Rebic, and uh, the through ball. I can't I can't remember who put the through ball through, but um, it was beautiful splitting the defense open. But uh, and then DL scrappy second goal for Milan. I don't know. Did you guys oh, see the it? The counter attack was brilliant. I thought it was. Yeah. It was wicked. I was really unlucky yeah. for Robertson, but yeah, it just had no one backing him up. Unfortunately, uh, to stop it from you know then putting it in for the what was it the set the rebound I guess the second. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, uh, obviously then man like Jordan Henderson got uh, got the winner, uh, his first Champions League goal since 2014. Uh, must be feeling pretty good about himself. It's very Stevie G of him to hit it from outside the box like that. Oh, that's oh, a, that's yeah. beauty. Absolutely, it was, it was fantastic. It was a great game. Obviously, you see, it was the first time that these two have met out uh, met in a European um, competition that wasn't a final. Blimey, that's a great stat. Yeah. It's yeah. First time AC have been back in the Champions League in seven years or something. Yeah, crazy. But it's good to see him back, man. And good to have Liverpool versus Milan. It's a, it's always a fun, uh, fun uh, game because of the history and that. But what, what did you guys make of Liverpool? They were really game? strong the first fifteen minutes. I think they had thirteen shots in the first fifteen minutes, and then one shot in the remaining half an hour of that first half. They like they started so strong, but they just obviously finished very badly. Um, but yeah, that that penalty miss from Mo Salah was pretty crucial for for them in the end. Um, I think I said to Alf as the equaliser went in, I said this. That, that, imagine if like Salah would have scored that goal, that would have been a would have made this game a bit different. And then a minute later, they score another. I said to Alf and I went. I'm not going to lie, I'm just going to repeat exactly what I said a minute ago. <laughs> this game would have been so different if well, Mo Salah had scored. They got the third, but it was ruled offside. It was, so it yeah. could have been even crazier for Milan. Yeah, that was um, just at the start of the second half, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, they came out guns blazing again in the second half. But, you know, I think, obviously, Liverpool, it's, a, it's a tough game to, to play. It was at Anfield, obviously. I think that's what got Liverpool through it, Yeah, to be honest. I think if this was in Milan, at the San Siro, I don't see Liverpool winning it. 
um, it'd be hard to come back. But you know, when you've got that crowd backing you, it, you can get you know it gets you back into the game and that kind of thing. Um, I don't think Liverpool fans should be too worried. Obviously, they got the win. They did look a bit lackadaisical, I guess, uh, at times. But you know, it's the Champions League, isn't it? This is where stuff happens. You know, they got absolutely destroyed by Barcelona, didn't they, in their first leg uh, when they won it that year? And then came back and, and smashed it. So you know, it is what it is. But uh, I think they're still, to an extent, like finding themselves again after last season. Now they got their, now they got almost all their first team back. It's, yeah. Um, you forget how good they actually can be on the day. It's just the lack of depth that is the, still the overriding worry. That's it. Yeah. No. They they like uh, we would obviously we put them fourth, and I think it's I think you can argue that if they've got a fully fully fit first team that it still could be the best first team in the Premier League. Um, it's just after that, it's a serious drop-off, isn't it, in talent? Um, yeah. Which could really come back to hurt them. They've not got I that think squad depth team. like the rest of the, no. the top three. No. Like City exactly. United, even, Man, even Man United have pretty have a better bench than uh, Liverpool do right now. Yeah. Um, unless it's the Champions League, because Origi seems to only play well in the Champions League. Well, he seems to only uh, play yeah, in the Champions League. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't true. play in the Prem. True, true. Not um, bad life. No, actually, no. It's not collecting collecting that paycheck every every week. Must be quite nice. But um, another good t- another team in the uh, English lot that played really well last night was Man City. Obviously, a nine goal thriller. Six uh, three, it was in the end. Um, obviously, Jack Grealish scored, getting his first goal, uh, Champions League goal. Um, and what a goal it was! Absolute, um, absolute beauty from the uh, edge of the box, uh, curling it in. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it was weird. It was like, and City never really looked like they were going to lose it, but Leipzig kept coming back. Like City just couldn't stop them from getting a goal back every now and then, even though it never really looked like they were going to threaten to to actually go on and win it. And obviously, is it Nkuku? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's obviously got, he's got a hat-trick. Um, actually, some really good goals. Um, obviously, Jao Cancelo scored an absolute rocket uh, to make it 5-3 and, and was instrumental throughout the entire game. Yeah, he's um, really stepped up this season, I think. I was about to ask, are you guys surprised that Cancelo's taken this this league? Because obviously, he's the right wing-back. Now, you've got to be thinking, well, is Carl Walker even going to get a look in at the moment? Because... Cancelo is being is going forward. He's just so good at the moment. Yeah, I think he he, he should. Um, obviously, he's got age on his side compared to Carl Walker. He's just got to play himself into that position. And unfortunately, if it's going to have to be mean that Carl Walker is going to have to step aside, then it's going to have to happen at some point. He's what, early thirties now. Carl Walker. He's not exactly on the young side. Not to say that he's like bad at all, but I think Cancelo's really got a sort of make, put his mark on that City team and show Pet why he deserves to, to be starting Cancelo's 27 now so he's going to want to be like getting into the pro- he's going to be getting into the prime of his career right exactly. now and he's, he's going to want to be starting he's got enough experience now he's got enough minutes He's but he's still young enough that he can he's still got obviously like the agility and everything on his side so I'm excited to see what he can do obviously we also saw um Saw Chelsea get a, win, uh, a narrow one 0 win against I can't remember who they played. Who did they play? Um, uh, who did Chelsea play? It's just gone from my head. I literally just had it, and now it's just it's just disappeared. Was, um... was it Zenit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was Zenit. Zenit. They beat Zenit one 0 didn't they? Yeah. Um, and obviously Man United getting the loss to be a, uh, to Young Boys. Uh, I just want to pose a question: Out of the English teams right now. 
from what we've seen after game after you know game week one of the Champions League, who who would you back out of the four teams to to maybe to be the strongest going into the uh, you know into the latter stage of the Champions League? Uh, just judging by the games that have been played so far, City. Mm. It's their bogey tournament, though, isn't it? No. That's, the, that's, that's what thing. I was thinking. But I just, yeah. I, I obviously I said yesterday. I, no, carry on. I think I would still say Chelsea. Um, yeah. Because from what I saw of the game last night, even though they only won one nil, like it was, it was pretty much them controlling. I mean, it was. Yeah. You, got, you can't really compare Zenit to like Bayern or someone you're going to meet in the later stages of the of course, tournament, yeah. but. Um, they just got the job done. Um, that's a good way to, to start off. Obviously, nervous um, defending your title, um, but they, obviously they've played so well in the league, and they can easily turn that on at any moment in the Champions League. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I, I was just. I, I want to get your opinion on this before we talk about PSG because it's fucking hilarious what happened to PSG the other night. But um, if you, is it? Do you think it's crazy to say that we have the four best teams in Europe? No. I don't think it's so There's crazy. definitely an argument to be made. Four. Look at the top four in England. Like, yeah. you know, your City, Chelsea, United and Liverpool. I think we potentially have the four best teams in all of world football, basically, right now. I would take... On the days... You got. I know Man United might be the outlier in this, um, obviously. But, they, you know, they've got Ronaldo now. Like, if you put their team on paper and that, I think... I would... Have, I, I, could, I think I could back any of them top four against any of the team, any rest of the team in the world. And um, I think the only teams you could say w- could challenge them with every player on the game would be PSG and Bayern. Yeah. If the, if everyone in this, their squad is playing to the maximum. But I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. The PSG will will back to well, they got move on to it, they? But PSG they could add Haaland. They could add Trent. They could add De Bruyne to this already amazing team. They could add Van Dijk, Van Dijk as well. And they would still be shit. Yeah, it's just they have no. There's nothing about that team, and we'll get onto. We might as well get into them because they drew one all with Club Bruges. Come on, the boys! Like, they it, it's insane. They've done a cheat code on football, and they still can't get it done. Literally, um, it's it's insane. Like, I, I just they're so tin pot, even though they're like the, one of the biggest teams in the world. And you know they're Timber because every fucking American supports PSG right now. So they weren't good until ten years ago as well. Yeah, exactly. Because they're sponsored by Jordan, and they've got some of the most famous players in their squad. So uh, yeah. the Americans obviously absolutely love it. It's just yeah. um, they're just a, such a plastic team that I just can't see. Like I just can't see them winning it. No, I really can't. If they're going to come up against like a team that's got a bit about them, a bit of grit or something. About if it's like because you know what we saw last year and some previous years. As soon as things don't go the way that PSG want it to go, they throw all their toys out the pram and they just lose their heads. And it, all their bottle goes. All their bottle goes. Even more on transfer window the next time. Yeah, and you can't teach. That's not something that you can like teach to a team. Do you know what I mean? To not like it's something that you know is in you. You know you need that leadership, that kind of. But they just don't have it, man. Not at all. Uh, we just have a, a little comment, by the way, a little message in the chat from the Rap Kid zero zero one. How's everyone doing? I'm good. Hey, okay, my man. Good. How are you? That's a more important question. How are you? I'm still riding this three 0 Tottenham win. Like I'm riding <laughs> it all the way until kickoff of the, the end of the season. 
Yeah, literally, I'm just right. Yeah, until that whistle blows for the Liverpool game at three o'clock on Saturday, I'm riding high still. So we're all good. But um, briefly, just uh, before we move on, uh, Real Madrid obviously got uh, a late winner against Inter Milan. It, it was a Inter was so unlucky not to get anything from that game. Courtois was just on his like just in his bag, basically just pulling out shots from every uh, pulling out saves from everywhere. And then uh, it was Rodrigo that got the late winner. But mate, Real Madrid they don't look very. Um, confident as well to be honest oh the rap kid is an inter fan but he's also into cricket oh well i'm just talking just literally spoken yeah you guys were unlucky not to get something out of last night's game 100 uh, yeah um it was lautaro martinez looks like a hell of a player i know i haven't seen my, i know that's not exactly like the most outrageous take to say i think but um i haven't watched much of him and he and he did look really good yesterday but uh, does it like sanchez still play for him um, I, think so. I think so. Yeah, I haven't heard he's gone anywhere. Uh, uh, are you a Tottenham fan? No, I'm an Arsenal. He was on fan. the bench. Sanchez is on the bench. I'm an Arsenal fan. Alfa's a Crystal Palace fan, and Harry supports the mighty Reading FC. Was. Actually, talking about Reading, Harry, um, do you know who the most productive player across all 92 clubs in the EFL are? Who has the most yes. league goal involvements out of everyone? I saw it. I saw that man, John Swift. Big John Swift. Number 10 for the Royals. Like, he scored an God. absolute... He's just a free kick. Like, James Ward-Browse, eat your heart out, lad. You ain't got John Swift's uh, free kick taking abilities. Um, but yeah, Harry, I, I just saw it come up earlier. I was like, that's an absolute... That's a fantastic stat to have. Um, we would easily be bottom if it, if it wasn't for him. Yeah. Um, like, that's why I was saying last season, I think we would have challenged for promotion if he'd have been fit the whole season. He played 14 um, games last season, which is crazy. Yeah, and even though so you could see how important it is to the, the way we play. Um, mm. so there were times like when he was injured, obviously at least like, being 18 years, 19 years old, having to do all pretty much all the creative work in the middle. Um, well, we had two D-mids sitting behind him. Mm. Um, if we'd have had at least they and Swift both playing, then it wouldn't have been so much of a problem. But yeah. ultimately good thing we didn't go up because we'd have been absolutely slaughtered by now yeah that, yeah it could be pretty bad but well, a couple you got of more uh, messages in the chat sorry uh latora puts in a harder shift than any forward i've ever seen uh we have a, another message from weighty 96 saying you are zed oh, you are who you are um the rap kid 001 says arsenal fan do you mind uh if i asked your opinion on aftv um yes I absolutely hate them. I think they're a, a disgrace. Um, they do not represent our club. Uh, that's why they, when they used to be called Arsenal Fan TV, they're now called AFTV because Arsenal want nothing to do with them and try to take them to court. So they changed their name from, AFT, uh, from Arsenal Fan TV to AFTV. Uh, I think it should have been the other way around. I mean, AFTV have been a much more successful organisation than Arsenal have the last few years. Very I like I like uh, fan TV stuff. I, I think it's great. Um, I, don't at all. I love it. I think it's necessary. Yeah. Um, we have just had a little follow from the Rap Kid as well, so thank you very much. Oh, little Mo Farrisine. Mo Farrisine. Uh, the Pringle Ma has also said, not quite as shit as Forrest. I think it was talking about Reading. Um, yes, that's very true. Uh, Forrest are absolutely stink at the moment. And they got Chris Ewing in charge, where you think, you know, good record. Okay. Reliable manager, but. <laughs> yeah, they bottled it against Cardiff the other day as well. Yeah. Did you see he's been sacked, Paige? 
Is that, I did not see that. Yeah, he's been sacked. He got sacked this morning. Well, yeah, yeah. fair enough, really. Yeah. AFTV sucks, though. It does. You're very much right, the rap kid. Oh, yeah, the people on there are absolutely awful, but it's funny. Yeah. We are the, yeah. They're basically they're the reason we've... Well, I'd say they're a very strong reason as to why we've become such a meme club. A, a meme of a club. Like, they don't help the situation. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I... Yeah, exactly. I, I know that the way that we play football does not help at all, but I think every single time there's an Arsenal game, there's always some sort of meme going on about the uh, about sort of something after the game saying, "Oh, one of them's had a massive rant afterwards and made an absolute mockery of a lot of, of himself," and everyone just thinks of Arsenal fan TV or AFTV as, "Oh, this is what all Arsenal fans think," and it couldn't be further from the truth. I think they're very. Uh, Terrible people, in all honesty. Uh, he has also, uh, Rap Kid has also said, "Nice YouTube channel, guys, but why are your thumbnails like that? Like what? <laughs> I don't know what that's you mean by like that." I yeah. appreciate you asking, but that's not the most helpful question. Exactly. Um, but yeah, a bit more. Yeah, let us know what yeah, about them. Feedback. Hit us up on the yeah. feedback. Yeah, yeah, man. Right, let's get into the previews for this weekend because this yeah, is the boy. most important part of this podcast. Uh, we normally go like in order of games, but. So there were some boring games starting, so I've just gone basically in order of importance rather than in order of the games themselves. So we're going to start with Spurs versus Chelsea because that is the biggest biggest game of the weekend. Obviously, Spurs are coming off that 3-0 drumming by the mighty Crystal Palace. They got absolutely dominated. Now, obviously, they were without quite a few of their main boys. Um, still had Harry Kane, who didn't have a single shot for the entire game and didn't have a touch in our side of our box. First time it's happened in his career. But... Um, they are still going to be about Son, apparently. Uh, Nuno said in his press conference that um, it would be premature of him to make a call on Son's fitness for the Chelsea game. So unless they're going to leave it straight right up till kickoff time to make a judgment call on it, or they're just going to um, basically, you know, take another week without him, which I am, I imagine the latter will probably be the case. Obviously, Dyer sustained an injury, and he's again a bit touch and go. Not sure what's going on. Lacelso, Sanchez, and Romero, who are obviously part of the um, Argentina team that got done with all the COVID stuff or whatever it was, um, they are still quarantining, I think, and they're back on the uh, they're back in the UK on Saturday. There's only 24 hours before the game kicks off, so it's a bit like unsure Would whether or not. Be, I thought they'd be quarantining in England. Well, that's what I thought, but apparently, I think it was Croatia or something they're in. Oh. Yeah, so I, I, I don't. I Croatia, heard, have I been, they've been a bit of a a middle ground, the bit the, yeah. mid, the middleman for a lot of uh, sort of people coming in and out of England. I think a lot of people are having to go via Croatia due to like the red list and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah got, bro, like, lack of quarantine laws. This sort of jokes comment from the Pringle Marks. Yeah. Newcastle two leads seven this weekend. Jolinton hat trick of own goals. I, I wouldn't be surprised, man. We'll come on to the Newcastle Leeds game, but Newcastle are in trouble. Um, but yeah, um, obviously, yeah, Tanganga, you know, um, obviously got sent off. He was out of his depth for playing against Crystal Palace. So it's probably best that Spurs don't have him for this Chelsea game. Because, you know, if he can't handle Crystal Palace, what the hell is he going to be like against Chelsea? Do you know what I mean? He was um, the man of the match against City, though. Yeah, uh, City, well, I mean, City, City aren't as good as Palace, are they? So remember yeah. these things. City attempt. Yeah, exactly. Bristol City, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Chelsea, on the other hand, um, apparently Kante will be back, um, which is good, obviously great news for Chelsea fans. But it is interesting now. 
who who drops in because Sal, I, I don't know about you guys, but Sal did not look good on no. his debut. Even though they, you know, they got the win, um, he looked so out of his uh, out of depth and um, and just was not up to speed, basically. Exactly. Um, but I've heard there's been some rumours flying around Twitter from the Chelsea insiders that Tuchel might look at starting two strikers, Lukaku and Werner up front, to obviously exploit the lack of uh, defenders in the Spurs side, which I think could be quite an interesting thing. We haven't seen Werner and Lukaku playing off each other like that so far. You know, starting a full. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you guys think of this game? Um, uh, I think, well, pretty sure Chelsea are going to absolutely do them in. Um, Lukaku's just been on a mad one recently. Um, ever since he's come back to Chelsea, he's just scoring goals for like Champions League, Premier League. He, he absolutely loves it. He's on form at the moment. He'll be looking to continue that. Um, with Spurs' sort of scrappy 1-0 wins and the 3-0 domination by Palace, I think... Chelsea have got to just capitalise on that um, basically obviously I know they're away but I think it'll still be a pretty convincing Chelsea win Chelsea could put like four past love that. this Spurs team if we put three past this Spurs team Chelsea could definitely put four or five maybe even six depending on how, how mad it goes yeah. Harry what, what do you think my man do you think Charles, Spurs uh, have got think... any chance of a result absolutely they got a chance um, if, they, if they can keep their the heads on defensively. Um, obviously, they they didn't against Palace, but they had done in the three games prior to that. Um, yeah, they've been facing a lot of shots, but they were getting the job done and stuff. But if they can keep fairly disciplined, <coughs> sorry, I think they can make it quite hard for Chelsea attackers. Um, but I do think Chelsea will win. I just think it'll be quite a tight game, maybe a two-one or a one-nil or something. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I was um, just going to read a quick question before we move on. Obviously, the rap, was it the Rap Kid zero zero one? So, do you think Saki Mourinho was a good call for Spurs? Um, I th- not if the person you're going to hire is Nuno Espirito Santo because he just plays what he just does what Mourinho does, but way worse than Mourinho. Um, you have to remember, obviously, Mourinho got Spurs to a final. Yeah, and uh, you know he wasn't doing that bad with them. You know, like let's be honest with him, it wasn't going great, but. I they've been lucky to be where they are at this current point Spurs they have not been very good they've been playing horrible football that football that I can't imagine any of the players want to play especially Harry Kane sitting that deep back and having to you know basically almost play how we played under Hodgson yeah but just a you know just a bigger team definitely we um... need to remember as well that one of all basically the reason why Mourinho was sat was because of the whole European Super League it wasn't because he was doing awful or he was a terrible manager by any means uh, it was because of the well, European Super League reported, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. from what we know certainly the narrative Mourinho seems to want to push it yeah. could be a load of bollocks but um, could be yeah. but from what we know anyway uh, but no, Mourinho's I, uh, been having a hell of a run for Roma right now, says the rap kid. Is yeah, of course. But then also with that, you have to take a pinch of salt. It's the Serie A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, someone like Mourinho, with money, can go over there and probably win with any team. Well, not any team, but you know what I mean. It's it's far more wide open, especially yeah. with Inter Milan losing the players that they've lost. Um, Definitely. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think Chelsea are going to get the win here. I wouldn't be surprised if they put a good few goals past them, maybe maybe like a 4-0 or something. No, um, it wouldn't surprise me if Spurs do get one. Harry Kane's definitely yeah. due a goal. This is the thing, man. They lacked, every, like, not 
at one point against us did I think well, we were going to lose that match. At half time, they had zero shots. Yeah. Not even on target, just zero shots. If they can't do that against, I just can't see if they can't even get a goal or a sniff of a chance on goal against us. I can't see how they're going to do it against Chelsea. Yeah. Especially if they haven't got Son still. Yeah. Well, obviously they did it well without Kane, but with Son against uh, City at the beginning of the season. Obviously, I know it's different circumstances uh, with Pep fielding quite a an average team. Really, uh, I think he he got humbled a bit in that game. He uh, definitely thought it was going to be a bit of a uh, an, an easier game compared to what actually happened. Um, so you never know. Yeah. Yeah, could no, do it again. Absolutely. Could get another scrappy one 0 win against Chelsea, but um, they also could get absolutely dominated, which I do hope so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the Rasid has just said, uh, "Well, Liverpool and Milan were on a level yesterday for me." Is that? I guess you're. That's towards my comments about you have to take a pinch of salt to Syria. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's fair enough, but you have to remember that's the Champions League, and this is. Um, it's very much I, I put AC Milan in the same breadth of Liverpool in the Champions League where no matter what their form is in the Serie A you don't want to play them in the Champions League they have a different pe pedigree when it comes to you know European tournaments you know Liverpool do Liverpool are scary regardless what their team looks like if they're playing in the Champions League because they have that history they have that thing about them do you know what I mean and it's the same thing for Milan um, it's why PSG aren't that way they get beat in the Champions League because they've had that drought thing. Whereas in the, you know, Liga they they dominate it. Apart from last year, um, they got serial loser um, Pochettino, and now uh, it's not going too well for him. But uh, you said he gets I, what you're saying. Yeah, I just to there's like yeah no the Serie A and the Premier League are no way near each other if we're going to be completely honest about it. Yeah. But um, so I think we're all going for a Chelsea win here, boys. Yep. Yeah. As far as yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. Right. The Lingard Cup, boys. The Lingardinho Cup. West Ham versus Manchester United. Um, talking about Lingard, he actually looks like he might start. Even though, despite his horrific bit of play on uh, in the Champions League where he gifted young boys their winner. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you guys think that he deserves to get a start this game? After, right. I know, obviously, like, he's been okay. But, you know, doing what, you know, giving away a winner to young boys is quite a... He's a bigger influence on Ronaldo's son than Ronaldo is. Have you seen pictures uh, going around social media of Ronaldo's son doing the whole, whatever it is, the Jesse Lingard is that thing? In it? Yeah, that. Jay Ling's. Jay Ling's. A pretty yeah. good logo, to be fair. Yeah, but um, I, I'm... sorry, go on, Ollie, go. No, yeah, I was just gonna say he's. I think Jesse Lingard it could go either way. Um, he's very much a. He turns up one game. And then he's just non-existent the next game. Um, I, I would like to see him start because I think it would be quite a good um, thing for him to start against the team he was playing for last year. And also because he he does want to stay at United, they are obviously a better team, um, and he wants to move forward with them. So hopefully he's not gonna. Hopefully he does get some game time. I don't want them to not play him just because West Ham want him. And he played there yeah. last year. That's it. No, I, I. The thing is, I was really looking forward to this game, and then Michael Antonio got a red card um, last weekend, and now I just don't see a world in which West Ham get a res like win this game. I just they've got no replacement for Antonio. <clears throat> I think the only thing they can do is maybe play one of 
Fornells, Ben Rama or Bowen through the middle and that doesn't fill me with a great load of hope when coming up against Varane and Maguire you know with Wan-Bissaka and Shaw coming back but they still wish they had uh, Sebastian Haller after his performance after was it last night four yeah. goals or something Andy Carroll yeah. Yeah. Andy Carroll yeah. I mean who is do they even have a backup striker like on in the squad not one that springs um, to mind I don't think so. not like a, a senior player I don't think yeah uh, the Rap Kid has just said, do you guys think it will be a one-horse league again this year? I personally don't think it will be. I think it's clo- it's closer this year than it has been any year There's for the last... Like, the top four, like we were talking about earlier, that could be the best in the world, the your cities, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool. I think all of them could win it. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was more going to be a, like a, a three-horse race. I didn't think Liverpool would be quite sort of there, but they seem to be at the moment. Obviously, still early doors, but... Um, they can definitely well, any of them can still win it I think this is this is going to be the closest season we've had in a long long time the last I think we've mentioned this before but the last time it went down to the last game of the season was the, the when Aguero scored that goal uh, and City won the league instead of uh, United I mean, there hasn't been a, a, a entertaining end to a season like that in ages yeah no 100% and I think United, there's a potential that Oli Gunnar Solskjaer isn't their manager when the season finishes. Um, and I think that is real. I think Conte, is, he's, he's spoken out saying that he would join Manchester United. And I think <coughs> if things don't start to pick up for United quickly in terms of like you know results like against young boys and, and, and that, I think there's real potential that maybe, uh, maybe Conte comes in to Solskjaer. What do you guys think about that? Well, similar to what happened to Lampard, isn't it? He was they're bored with patient with him until they, they were like, oh, yeah, you've done a great job building us, keeping us afloat. Uh, now we spent all this money on you, we expect results. And yeah. if he doesn't, if he doesn't deliver that, then then he will be gone. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But um... the rap kid has just said though, uh, he thinks Chelsea, City, Liverpool are going to make it a great, uh, going to make it a great year. Uh, but he has also said, "All right, guys, I got to get to work. Keep up the chatter." So, thank you very much for well, joining us. Thank you. My Farrah signs for you. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry, carry on. No. Uh, so I just want to see uh, off this, guys. Do you, do, are we all in agreement? Do you think that it's going to be a United win here? Yeah, I think so. If Antonio's in this game, I really think this is going to be a crazy one. Mm. Uh, it would be really fun. But I just think with that, I think Anto- that Anto- Antonio missing is just. The worst thing that could have happened to West Ham. Definitely. And my fancy team. And your fancy team. Who are you playing <laughs> Son, Son and Antonio gone. Oh, gee. It's a good time to play H if, if whoever's uh, whoever's no, about. I've got average, unfortunately. It might, might be Charlie. I've got Jacob, I think. Um, but, yeah. I'll, and we, have, we haven't have, I, we haven't been able to berate Mark. George. Okay. That he's, you know, doing so unbelievably terribly. He yeah. is lacking. His squad ain't very good. I was looking. We did it. discuss it briefly on Tuesday's podcast, uh, and obviously we did the update on the the fantasy. But yeah, Mark's not having a good time, unfortunately. No, he's still <laughs> he, did, he did say, "Well, I do get priority picking the uh, the transfers, though." I said, "Well, who are you gonna get?" He went, "I'm not no gonna, one. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you." I was like, "Well, we you get priority trying. pick anyway." <laughs> yeah. But there isn't really what was. No one knew that's joined. Um, it's not like well, like in the first couple of weeks where I managed to get Lukaku and Jacob's got Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, like January will be interesting. Yeah, January. If anything happens, but um, right, Liverpool Palace boys. Um, I look. I'm 
I, I mean, Liverpool were going to be without Harvey Elliott and potentially Roberto Firmino, but I think regardless of that, I, I just hope that we play well and I hope that we don't get fucked. But I do think we will lose this game, um, especially with the way we want to play now as well, being more adventurous and, go, and, and being a bit more risky going forward will leave us more open at the back. And where Spurs can do anything about it, Liverpool definitely will be able to. Um, so yeah, I think I think Liverpool are going to win this one, boys. I don't have too much to say. This is not the game I'm concentrating on. I'm concentrating on the week after this when we've got Brighton at home. Um, it's just a shame that the Spurs game couldn't lead in like lead into that Brighton game coming off yeah. that that big bit of form for us, obviously. But you never know; something mad could happen. We could get a result. You never know, boys. But I'm going to throw it over to you and what, what, what you guys sort of think in this in this one. I think it just depends on whether or not Palace are able to go out there uh, without any fear. But if they go in fearing Liverpool, then they're going to get battered. But if you go in just thinking, right, what happens happens. Let's just, let's just see what we can do. Because um, Liverpool, they can be vulnerable to to teams hitting them, like surprise attacks or. Saw it last just, night. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like quick passing some their defence out of position which often is because of the way that yeah. Alexander-Arnold and Robertson going forward it, it can be exploited You've just people are positioned right and they know where each other are yeah. I guess if you see like I, I think Olise will probably get a start um, and I think Zaha will be on the left and I think and Eduard up front and I think if if we can catch him on a counter those three on a counter with Conor Gallagher just behind that could be re- that could we could cause a problem for him. Yeah, Liverpool um, have shown, like Harry said, that but last night and in previous games against, especially Palace, that they're not exactly the strongest team against Palace a lot of the time. Um, that you seven nil last year. Yeah, but we're not talking about last year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> right, so. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that you guys will be going into this game with a lot of confidence I think Liverpool won't have as much confidence obviously they did get the win last night but it was a little bit of a a scrappy win um, all things considering they did uh, as soon as they sort of went 1-0 up and they had the jump well um, Salah missed the penalty things just went slowly sort of downhill for them and it really it took them a long time to get back it like build that back up again build that pressure back up again um, against AC and, and sort of Put the put the level of performance that they were putting in at the beginning of the game, and I think you guys can really capitalise on that, especially with this young, uh, this new sort of team that you've got. You've changed up a fair few players. Um, you've got some decent players come in, decent manager. Um, I think yeah, you guys could get a result. Uh, but Liverpool are that team that could easily, like you say, last season battered you seven nil. Like they are also that team that can do that. Uh, but Mane has not been very impressive recently. He did get a goal in the um, the Leeds game the other day, but he easily could have got four or five beforehand. Um, and they did play a fairly strong team last night, so yeah, they might be a little bit sort of worse for wear. You never know. Cover. Yeah. Imagine. But, I was looking at something earlier on Twitter. I was just putting we were put uh, on Palace Twitter putting out some first teams. And I'd say a full fit Palace first team. I just want to run it through you guys quite quickly. I think it has the potential to be a top, uh, um, you know, pushing for that top ten, right? So you got obviously Gaeta in goal, then you got Mitchell, Anderson, Gay, and then Ward or Klein, whichever one you want to put. And then you've got Macarthur, Gallagher, Eze in that three, and then you've got 
Zaha, Olase, and Ed- and Edward. I think that you know if things go fall in place and stuff, I think that's an exciting team that can cause some problems. So hopefully, well, I think the, bottom, the bottom half of the prem is so like tight and similar a, a lot of times ability wise. Yeah, any one of them. Well, not anyone. Obviously, Norwich aren't going to do it, but any one of them could push on out of nowhere. And I think I don't know if any one of them. I think you've got the shitter one. I think you've got like your Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, and your Watfords. Mm. I just can't see them doing that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially well, Burnley. Burnley have Burnley have had pushes before. There yeah, no. It's all getting old. They're, they're, they've barely, barely invested in the squad, and everyone's yeah. older. Do you know what I mean? Um, but but yeah, I mean, if you get you get a run of games against other teams around you, true. anyone can can capitalise yeah. in that fine form. All of a sudden, oh, they get one player and he's the missing ingredient. Yeah. Um, you, you never know. I guess you never know. That's that's true. But I think I'm going to be um, a bit optimistic here, and I'm going to say Palace are going to somehow squeak a draw. It's not very realistic, but I'm just going to back the boys. Uh, we're going to squeak a draw somehow I don't know yeah. but for boys I'm, I'm assuming you're both going Liverpool oh, bye, bye, bye. yeah I'll go 3-0 Liverpool yeah I'll go Liverpool um, sorry yeah sorry. they are Liverpool we have a better chance than we did last season remember that 3-1 at least they go I'll give you that <laughs> I like it right Man City uh, Southampton I haven't put many notes on this uh, on this bit I just basically put whatever squad Pep puts out will steamroll Southampton this weekend and then I put uh, ask the boys who you think is 100% a starter for Man City. It's obviously quite a difficult... Because ra- we know what this is, is This is about. I'd rather just pose a question, who for yeah. you guys, rather than talk about the game, who for you guys is 100% nailed on to start for City week in, week out? What, in, Edison. For everyone's, everyone's fit at best 11. Yeah, definitely Edison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah uh, Edison. Apart from I the other guys. Edison, Edison Scott Carson. <laughs> Snack Steppen or whatever the fuck that Don's name is yeah. in America. Um, Definitely Edison and De Bruyne for sure. Um, I would say Sterling as well. Should be dying. You love week. a bit of Raheem, don't you? Yeah. You do um, love. You do love. We've got a big Raheem lover over so here. Everyone. So should everyone. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, hundred percent. Laporte and Diaz and Fernandinho. Yeah, I think I think now Cancelo has nailed himself on there to be that right back. Yeah, uh, it's, it's clear that Laporte and uh, or Laporte, however you say his name, and uh, Diaz are basically their their strongest partnership in defence. I think obviously John Stones can sort of come in and out, but I think their their best two options at the moment are Diaz and Laporte. They've been, I think, John Stones maybe played the first game, and Diaz and Laporte have started every game since. Um, yeah. uh, they're barely conceding <laughs> like, at all. So yeah, I think uh, I. I... Is Foden 100% a starter for you guys? No, no. Not for me yet. I think um, where he's coming back from injury and where he's still quite young, I think they're going to want to maybe phase him in a little bit, give him minutes here and there, not chuck him straight back in a full 90 minutes every single week, especially on yeah. top of the Champions League stuff as well, when League Cup, FA Cup, whenever that's around as well. About Grealish? <sighs> For me, he's a hundred um, Yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Jesus. Well, they've got no, no one else, have they? <laughs> Who? 
He's actually had a really good start to this season, yeah, though. To be fair, as much shit as we give him, he's been good for my fantasy league so far. Yeah. Fantasy... I did, try, I did try and get him in, but you uh, yeah. poached him. I think. Yeah, man. Sorry about that. But um, that's the pain in the ass. I mean, I, I'm not even trying to make any transfers this week, but because I'm top of the league, there's just no point. Anyone that I don't need anyone any first, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's hard to say, isn't it? Because we we haven't even mentioned Bernardo Silva and Mares. Um. And neither, I guess, neither of them are nailed on. It's it's crazy, isn't it? Mares is not a nailed on starter for the team that he's playing. Yeah, well, he's definitely better than Bernardo Silva, but yeah, um, well, got when the options like Ferran Torres and Phil Foden, myself, I, I wouldn't say any of them are nailed on starter because you can yeah. drop and change them depending on who you play. Before we go move on, I just want to quickly ask, do you think, like, because obviously they didn't get Harry Kane, so they still don't have, like, an out-and-out striker, and their failure to address another option, is that confidence or stupidity from Man City confidence to be, like... arrogance. <laughs> yeah, or just... Yeah, I mean, because arrogance can sort of be, in a way, positive, but I just mean stupidity in terms of, mm. like, not going for that backup, because, you know, they want to win the Champions League and that kind of thing, and 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 it was really the striker that there was their problem yeah. that didn't get them over the hump. Uh, the Pringlemar uh, has said Torres over Jesus, Fernand Torres. Oh, that's not a bad shout, to be fair. Yeah, not bad. After Guerrero, he, he would, would have been quite happy to stay. Yeah, well, especially, especially now. Now he's not playing with yeah. Messi. But it's yeah. weird that they didn't go out and get a Danny Ings or something. Mm. Like that, it's someone cheap that they could have just stuck in there. Like after Kane, oh, I don't know, they were chasing Kane for a while, but yeah. you know, he yeah, had all this, this Pep stuff saying, "Oh, we don't have a an out striker last last year." Like, oh, we don't have a striker. We're struggling for a striker, mm. and he's leaving Aguero on the bench every week. And, mm. yeah, he was injured for quite a lot of last season, I think. Yeah. Even when he was fit, he didn't start the Champions League final. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'd only ju- just come back from think, injury. That was meant to be his last that. game. If you know, he, if you know he's leaving, yeah, you start him in the Champions League final. Yeah, that, that was meant to be his last ever game for City, but he didn't mm-hmm. end up starting in the end. Um, but yeah. I think uh, City don't want to spe- like unnecessarily. I know they've got basically bottomless pockets anyway, but I don't think they really yeah, wanted this. to like. Um, spend sort of waste a bit of money on someone like a Danny Ings or whatever when they could have literally just um, like well, wait till next summer, get Harry Kane next summer, get Haaland next summer. Like that's when you spend money there. Wrens are beating Spurs. Yeah. Sort of. Really. Yeah. <laughs> but none, none of the problem with that for City that none of those strikers are rapists. The only the only available one was uh, Chad Evans, but Preston didn't want to let him go. But, yeah. Yeah. I heard they were really after alleged. Uh, alleged. They were alleged. really after Sigerson, but the con the, the HMP wanted too much of a uh, yeah. to, they asked too much money. HMP FC. Yeah, but, oh, right, they've got a number of star players. They've recently uh, we've now got uh, another one. Um, what's his name? Uh, I've just been fined yeah, one, and half, one and a half one and a half mil for um, abusing his girlfriend or whatever. Dro- is- oh, Danny Bro- Phillips. Let's just move on, though. We don't need to. Let's just move on. We're not talking about all this shit. Burnley so Arsenal. Right. Burnley Arsenal boys. Um, yeah, Ollie. Up the Arsenal. You got a win. It wasn't on, confident win in the world against Norwich. No. You look better though. A lot better. So, yeah. yeah. I think this is going to be a tough one, though, man. Burnley away. Nah, I don't know. Well, 
Oh, I said, I don't know. It probably will be known Arsenal. They Burnley play very defensively. They always have under Sean Dyche. But at well, the same time, they, they've they not been able to do much with their team over the last couple of seasons where they've just had no money to play with. Um, apparently, it's 2-2 now. Apparently, it's 2-2 in the, the Ren and uh, Spurs game. Um, but, yeah, I think with the t if we start the same team that we played last... Um, uh, last week against Norwich then I think we should come out with a lot more confidence um, we should be able to put a couple of goals behind them um, well one hopefully <laughs> at least one uh, but I, this, uh, this is where I think that our newer backline our hopefully a stronger backline that we've now got with um, Gabriel, Ben White Tommy Asu and um, Kieran Tierney I think that was we were so much more solid in, in the in the back. I think hopefully Burnley will have a bit of a, a struggle to put anything past us. But then again, this is Arsenal, and we could field Rob Holding and Pablo Mari for the sake Holding's of it. I saw Holding's definitely not going to play. He's picked Thank up Thank God. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think you should overlook Burnley because they they gave Liverpool problems and obviously they couldn't. You know Liverpool in the end their quality shone through, but that's not Arsenal right now. They don't have that. They ain't got that Liverpool quality that can you know get them through games like that. I just think if uh, if Chris Wood and, and Ashley Barnes really attack White and Gabriel, I, that could be they could get that could be a problem, man. Because yeah. I, I back Chris Wood to physically beat White and Gabriel. He's a bigger. He can throw his weight about that. Not so much about Gabriel, I don't think, because Gabriel's pretty solid. But definitely Ben White. Ben White's obviously more pity. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But I, I do. Um, and I think Ashley Barnes could be. I think Dwight McNeil could be quite. Um, he could be quite. Obviously, Maxwell Cornet now. That left hand side is going to be a bit mad. Um, it could be interesting. Like Aaron Lennon and stuff. To... Yeah, I think yeah. he still oh, plays I, football. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Still in the Premier <laughs> Um, I don't know. I I'm gonna back Burnley. I think Burnley could get a free. I don't think they're gonna win, but I think they could get something out of this game. And I, I might. I just think. I just don't see Arsenal getting the win here. I don't know why. I, I just think what Burnley are gonna be. They just feel like an Arsenal kryptonite at the moment, being that physical, get under their skin, that kind of thing. Like, I think you know, Sean Dyche versus Arteta. I think tactically, Dyche could out outdo him. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a hell of a game, though. I actually really hope I can I can watch it because I think it's going to be a great game. Harry, Harry, what do you, what do you reckon, man? And two one Burnley, my friend. Yeah, well, Arsenal said, hate yeah, on I this mean... podcast is unbelievable. We don't hate Arsenal. I love Saka. I just, I, love I, just think, I love, we played a few boys last week to get the win, <laughs> and you did. But I just think Burnley is a different. It's a, I don't know. It's just different. Something about Burnley, man. If this game had happened before the Norwich game, you'd say Arsenal were going to lose too. I don't think that we're I don't think that we're gonna like trample on Burnley at all. We definitely could still lose against Burnley. But I'm just I'm trying to look on the more positive side of things. Because it's been a, a, a long time since I've been able to do you that. You don't sound like an Arsenal fan. Huh? I don't sound <laughs> like don't, an Arsenal you're not fan. Speaking like an Arsenal fan. Well I'm not looking about... on the positive side. Yeah. No, no. I'm a... <laughs> it's tough, mate, it's tough. It's been a it's been a long season so far. <laughs> a long oh, long it's season. It. It's felt like oh, the game already. Exactly. Got a bit, got a bit of summer break soon, right? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. 
Well, it's just not too long before another international break, so it's fine. Oh, All right. Um, yeah. So, and obviously, Ollie, you're back with your boys, but yeah, me, I think yeah, it's be an interesting game. I think it's gonna be an interesting game for sure. Um, could be quite a funny one. Um, right, Brighton, Leicester. Ah, oh, man. I think obviously Brighton have had a decent start, but I put down. I didn't realise who they've beaten. Obviously, they've played Burnley, Watford, Everton, and Brentford, and they've beaten Burnley, Watford, and Brentford. The teams that you think, okay, they should get win. They should yeah. get wins there. They could definitely get wins there. And they lost to Everton, which is like, okay, fair enough. They probably should have lost that game. That makes sense, right? Um, so I guess they are just who we think they are. Um, I don't think just because they've had a nice run so far, I don't think we should blow them out of proportion. Obviously, they still look a bit inept in front of goal, to be honest. And Leicester have had a weird, shaky one. One question I want to pose to you guys: See if Vardy hasn't really done much so far. Is it time to maybe take, maybe put in a Dakar or Ianacho, who can offer something a bit different? Yeah, I think we uh, sort of half mentioned this a, a week or two ago, um, but I definitely think that they should. Well, it's definitely got to be in the back of their mind right now that the Vardy era is coming to an end, and it's pretty clear from sort of his performances as well that his error is probably coming to an end as well um, I hope that he does pick his form up a bit but I do think they should be looking towards the future a bit and give these guys who are going to be his replacement or currently going to be his replacement um, a, a run for their money and get, give them some more minutes under their belt I'm not even 100% sure Dak has even played yet no idea I think he, I think he played I think he played in the community shield at least yeah, so I meant like Premier League. Um, right, okay. But I, I don't know. I don't think. I think Leicester have got to be getting the win here, man. They've got to show us that there's still this, you know, Leicester, yeah. the Leicester that we know now. Um, yeah. It's not been that way so far this season. I don't really think they, they've looked pretty mediocre. I, I'd say. Obviously, they've got big injury problems. We can't, you know. I think it's been for a couple seasons now. They've had injury problems, though. I don't know if there's something in the water in Leicester or like maybe the physios or, or the training is just whatever but they're getting some serious injuries or oh, they've just announced their maybe they packed the Christmas <laughs> that's wow. it yeah all the walkers um, they've just announced their new uh, training facility and it looks nice very nice uh, it's a really best time in their first game there though did you see no Palace under 23s beat Leicester under 23 6-1 on the unveiling night of their new tran uh, their new training ground with fans there watching and everything yeah. so uh, it's just just love to see it didn't you it's fucking yeah. hilarious um, uh, we've had another message in the chat by the way the rap kid he's back um, do you guys hey. did you guys see the uh, Reese James Champions League medal stolen news yes we did it, yeah. uh, it's a shame Horrible, shame it wasn't Horrible. reimbursed up, but oh well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame, man. That's horrible. That you know, no, you know, you don't want that. To he should be able to get it replaced. UEFA will sort them out. I'm sure they will, but and I mean, it, it, oh, I don't know. It's something like it's a bit. I don't know because I'm assuming the guy that stole it is just going to keep it because if you're selling that, it's a pretty stupid thing to go and <laughs> yeah, sell yeah. on. It's pretty obvious what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like selling the I'm Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, you probably, probably fence it. Like. Yeah. True. Some, you some, rich, some rich person will buy it. Like the board, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, I'd, I'd buy it. We don't condone this on the podcast, we do not yeah. condone this kind of criminal activity. No, no, no. never course. us, it's not, not us, not us. 
But all right, boys, I'm sorry, I've got to do this. So, so are we all going to go for a Leicester win? I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I've got to do this to you, boys, but we're getting into some shit games now. Newcastle versus Leeds, all right? So uh, Leeds next. Yeah, basically yeah. Leeds. Um, <laughs> Jonathan's I don't know, awful. <laughs> they're already annoying me because I, I like Joe Willock, and they're now rushing him back from injury to get him into this team for the Leeds game, and I think that is so stupid. It's exactly how you ruin a young player's career. Yeah, exactly, and um, it's just, it's just true. They still got their third choice keeper. Fred, is it Freddie Woodman? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I feel for him because he's been thrown in the deep end, but he is just not good, uh, or not good enough for the Premier League anyway. He, he's made some, some, some mistakes so far this season, and I just, I just don't see a world in which Newcastle stay up. I just can't see it. No. Steve Bruce isn't the manager to do it for him, I don't think, and, and, and they can't rely on Callum Wilson to stay fit. Well, that's the thing, yeah, he's already had a couple of knocks. To, well, uh, yeah, he's had been injured twice so far this season already, hasn't he? I think just the once so far this season, but he had that really long injury last season. Oh, right. Um, but, yeah, they've been praying that Callum Wilson's back like ASAP because Joel and Tim was just nowhere in that last game. Um, we've seen so, from I can't the... believe they're still sticking with him. No, of course not. Even but... with the injuries, like. 40 million they paid for him. Is he their um, uh, record signing? Or is that Amaral? Must be his record signing. I think. I think Up is. until recently, it was still Michael Owen, wasn't it? I don't hmm. know. I, know, I think it's, it's either Jolinton or Almiron, I think, that uh, their record signings. But yeah, either way, both trash. Yeah. Almiron. I don't mind Almiron. He does look uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sure made him look like uh, a school child the other day. It's uh, yeah, uh, Joelington forty million, and then Joe Willock in second with twenty six, and then it's Michael Owen in third with twenty, twenty two, and then Almiron in fourth with twenty one. Oh. Um, Jesus Christ, Alan Shearer is still their sixth most expensive transfer <laughs> of all time, and that was in ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, they're such a joke. I'm so like sorry, Newcastle fans, if you're watching, but you, you like. I know it's not your fault. It's that absolute joke of an owner you've got in Mike Ashley. Yeah. But my lord, you guys are, you guys are tin pot. I'm sorry. The Pringle it's Mar, is, Jesus. The Pringle Mars just said Jolinton is the record signing. Would rather have Bruce up front. Don't blame me. <laughs> Don't blame you at yeah. all. Alan Shearer on uh, Match of the Day the other day said, uh, "Well, Gary Lineker asked Alan Shearer how he feels about his his club, and he just said they're a shell of a club. They're." not what they used to be and they won't be for a long time while the people that are at the top of that club are still there basically Mike Ashley I really um, don't get what Mike Ashley's doing he's not getting anything out of having Odin them at the moment no. take a loss if he sells them no, 100%. And if, if they get relegated he's really fine very much so. so I don't know what he's doing he's just I don't know. Is he? He's just. A, he's just. A, I think he's a crazy person. It'll be. They'll like get. Joke. He just wants to see Newcastle burn. They'll get relegated for uh, next season, and then Dwight Gale will come back into the starting eleven and dominate the championship again or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's what he did. Why he's not playing now? He's far better than Joe Linton. Yeah. Yeah, I know, isn't it? It's crazy, man. I'd rather have Callum Wilson on one leg than Joe Linton. But, uh, <laughs> Right, Leeds. Obviously, they're they're coming off their their three 0 loss to Liverpool. Obviously, the biggest thing about that was was Pascal Struick's red card. Um, we haven't really spoken about this. Obviously, it, it was a it was a 
it was a horrible injury, let's say. It wasn't a nice injury, but the tackle itself was actually a fine, like yeah, a good yeah. tackle. It was, all, it was an accident, yeah. It's an unfortunate series of events. Obviously, we, we now know that Harvey Elliott seems to say away. Obviously, you know, we've seen his various posts on Instagram and social media about it. Um, obviously, they lost their um, appeal for the red card, um, which is harsh, man. It's harsh. It's Definitely. like, it's almost like, where do we, what, what, is there now lines being blurred? Like, if you, should it be even if you get the ball but then you but then you cause an injury should it still be a foul this is or... the thing you should uh, it, it would be like you shouldn't um like what's the word um like penalize that's the word you shouldn't penalize a player for the consequences like of sort of what's happened you should be penalized for what happened if you see what i mean so yeah, yeah not the aftermath not the the fact that he dislocated his ankle or whatever the tackle it was it would have been a foul anyway but at the same time it wasn't red card worthy it was only because he's dislocated his ankle that made it well that's they've they've made it a red card um you can't really give the you can't penalize someone for the the consequences after the incidents really happened i don't think if it was a foul anyway yeah, but it wasn't a red card. It's an illegal tackle. But that's what I'm saying because it's yeah, a foul yeah. anyway. It's an if it wasn't, it wasn't like it wasn't a foul. Oh no, of course and, it was a and foul. Then, and, then it, and then it was just get, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's not so. That's not what I mean. Sorry, I mean in terms of like when it's uh when it's a legal tackle that would go into that because you know that you can almost argue that kind of thing. But it's difficult when it is already a foul, right? Like it's a foul. Yeah, but they've there's... thrown it, and then an injuries come of it because it's already a foul. It's already an illegal tackle. Then I guess the red card is almost. But you I also don't know, you don't get red card, foul. you don't get red cards for every foul. You only get red cards for fouls that are worthy of that, or that are extreme sort of circumstances. But then the injury that's come out of this is an extreme injury and a potentially career-ending injury, depending on what happens. That's right? this is what I mean, though. You shouldn't be penalised for. Well, I don't think you should be penalised for sort of the consequences that happened afterwards. But it was as, as it, was, it wasn't unless, if it's caused by the actual tackle itself, then which it was. Should. No, yeah, but, but from it, what, from what, like doctors and Harvey Elliott and stuff, they've all been playing. It was like it was his landing as opposed to, um, like impact. connection yeah. from yeah impact injury from strike. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that because yeah, it's just weird because I know the whole consequence. But like, I think it is if you if you fad them and 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 it's a foul, and they've done their ankle, and then it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, that is a consequence of the foul that yeah. you've done. So yeah. then, therefore, it's a red card. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people, both non-fans of Liverpool and fans of Liverpool, say they didn't even think it was a foul. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a oh, real yeah. weird. It's a, it's a it's a proper. It split people fifty-fifty. I think this. There's not really that many people that were like sort of on the fence. It's either it wasn't a foul or it was. Like. There's not really been how to say uh, that many people on the fence or whatever, but um, we have had a couple of messages from the Pringle Mar, uh, I believe, talking about Newcastle still. Uh, he wants to get them relegated so that the Saudis can take over. The Prem rejected the Saudis, but the EFL probably won't. Fair oh, enough. the EFL ownership test is a pile of shit. They take anyone, <laughs> and then they punish the club for taking that owner when they didn't do the work, yeah. finding out whether that owner was good or not. Fuck the EFL. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the whole Derby thing, wasn't it? Um, oh no, it wasn't. Was that Derby? It was Derby, wasn't it? Derby. It's happened to the Derby. It's happened to us. It's happened to Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. Uh, it's happened, happened to Wigan. That's nuts. So I think Leeds are going to go and, and run away with this, and, and, and I'm sure they'll get the win. I can't see Newcastle doing too much. No. Even though Leeds are weird, but oh well. Um, Villa versus Everton. Um, so we still don't know about Calvert Lewin if he's going to play or not, and I think that is a big, def- big factor on whether or not uh, Everton can will definitely win. I don't know, and obviously Villa should have Martinez and Buendia back. So this is a tight one. I can see this is this has got draw written all over it for me. I'm just interested in what you guys have to think about it. Um, I, I don't know. Rafa's but... been Rafa's been doing quite well at Everton. Um, he started quite started off quite strong with them uh, Villa haven't looked very impressive well as impressive without uh, Jack Grealish um, I think Everton could win yeah it could go either way I mean Everton have been good at grinding out scrappy goals but without Cavalier and I'd, maybe they'll find that harder yeah but um, but like with Villa we've seen two we've seen multiple different Villas already this season so it all depends on which which one turns up yeah well with Townsend's banging in goals like he was uh, last week. Yeah, that was such absolutely. a lovely goal, yeah. But and even Damari Gray doing well. <laughs> you wouldn't think that they... No, I'm glad for that. The 1.5 mil that they spent on three players at the beginning of the window and two out of the three are scoring goals and doing quite well. And the other one was a goalkeeper, so... <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. This is such a... I don't... I couldn't give a shit about this game. It's just one of them, innit? Like, I just don't care. Like, whatever happens, happens. It'd be interesting. Like, if Buendia's playing, I think he gets a goal because I've got him in my champ- in my fantasy league. <laughs> um, right now, the last game, Wolves-Brentford. And no, sorry, Wolves-Brentford and Norwich versus Watford. I didn't even write anything for these games. <laughs> I was just, like, I just just couldn't be bothered. It was it was towards the end of it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I think Wolves are going to beat Brentford. I don't think, I think they're, they've actually been quite impressed. It, it, they played nice football. They've just really lacked the goals. I think it's basically what is the only talking point around Wolves right now is that um, they just need to get a goal and I think once Jimenez gets his ball rolling um, I think he'll, he'll start scoring he'll, put, he'll put, be putting them away Traore is uh, coming into his prime I think Yeah. but yeah do you guys uh, think anything differently or do you think we'll agree Wolves are going to get this job done I think Wolves probably will they've looked better um that new signing of theirs, Trincao, is doing really well at the moment. He played uh, really well last week, popping in balls left, right, and centre. Obviously, I know it's the it's not the popping in balls that are they're struggling with at the moment. It's the actual finishing. But um, hopefully, they'll they'll come away from that last game with a lot more confidence, and they'll they'll bring it really bring it to Brentford. Yeah, it's yeah. a good time for Wolves to be playing Brentford, but I think it is also a good time for Brentford to play Wolves. Mm. Uh, try and see if they can get themselves back on track with Wolves who although yeah they've played a lot of good football they haven't been the team that they they were under Santa a couple of years ago where they would oh. go out and dominate games they they are vulnerable mm. and um, I think it could be end up being a good game for Brentford to get themselves back on track yeah no I agree I, I think well yeah that's the thing with Ivan Tony, you've got it, you just can't count him out because he's such a good player and you know he nearly got that amazing half halfway goal oh, yeah. um, it was a great effort and he's got instincts like that 
he could score from anywhere, man. So it, it is one of them. You can't count Brentford out. I just, I'm finding it really difficult. So I know we've only got like a little bit, you know, we've only got like a small like pool of uh, games to go from, but I'm finding it hard to place my finger on Brentford right now. Yeah. I don't know what they are. I've mentioned uh, this a couple of times. I think Brentford are this year's Leeds. Leeds were very 50-50 last year. They'd be banging it one week and then absolutely just getting destroyed the next week and I think Brentford are very much just going to be on the similar sort of basis um, this year just yeah if one game they're looking really good the next game they're just looking a bit shy <laughs> yeah, and now actually the worst game of the uh, of the whole weekend and something that this time last year they were both in the Premier League they would have been char- you would have been charged £15 to watch it this is Norwich versus Watford. Neil I don't Norwich. even think Norwich and Watford fans would pay £15 to watch this game. And that's £15 like, pounds to actually attend, let alone watch it on TV. Well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I mean, boys, what do you want to do? You wanna, right, what do you want to do? Well, I mean... Neil Neil, I think. <laughs> Neither of them will score. They're both going to be I shit. I hope Norwich win because I don't like Watford, basically, is where I'm going to go with this. I'll go one all. I'll go one all. One or I mean, it's just, it's just boring, isn't it? Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, I'll quickly let's do the um, fantasy, and then we've got to go. We've already done fantasy. Did it in the last podcast? Did we do it? In the, oh, did oh, you do you it in the last? Yeah, you were there. Yeah. Me, me and okay. well, the only right. thing that we haven't done is the team ratings, which we can either do quickly do now um, if Harry's got the time, because I know he said he had to shoot no, it off. Do not. No, I'm fair afraid. enough. That's fine. Well, yeah, we can you're go. Free, you're free to pounce without me. No, no, we can we can uh, do it on next Tuesday's podcast. We'll just do a double team rating. We'll double up. Yeah, yeah, yes, sweet, sweet. All right, cool. Well, I will do a quick outro for us then. All right, thanks everyone for watching. We we'll obviously we have been, I've been Alfie, Ollie's been Ollie, Harry's been Harry, and we have been the Footy That's Fetish right. Podcast. Um, yeah, thanks. For, make sure to like, subscribe, follow. You know, hit notification bell. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Twitch. Anything and everything, give us a follow, please. We really, we really uh, appreciate it, and we love you all. Mo Farah signs all round. For Thanks for joining me, boys, and I will see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.